Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome, everybody, to the Early Edge in 5, powered, as always, by Sportsline, the best sports betting brand out there. Listen, I just want to cut right to the guests. Of course, I'm the counselor of cash, but I'm not really important in these next 5, 10, 15-ish minutes. It's who we have on the show that's super important. So let's introduce them right away. We have, of course, the two guys I've been doing a show with the last couple of days, but I really want to introduce Grace first. Grace, this is the first show that I've done with you as a host or an analyst. So welcome to the show. Well, welcome to me hosting a show with you, and I'm so happy to have you. I know, milestone moment for us, Sia. I'm super excited. And man, excited to also have meaningful NBA games back. Although I have to say after the Lakers T-Wolves last night, I saw this tweet that said, that game felt like when Waze tries to direct you out of a parking lot. And I've never felt anything more. Um, Also, Specty, I tailed your Lowry prop. So good job and thanks for that. Got you covered. Expected great, great prop there. And, and I, I want it. It's such a good transition because we talked about it yesterday, right? With the NBA playoffs, we can say bye to load management and hello to, hey, all these guys are going to go all out. We saw a little bit of that yesterday. And I noticed you have an NBA play today. Again, are you as excited as I am for having like basically NBA for two months without any issue with respect to load management? Oh, I am absolutely ecstatic. I mean, we, yesterday, Lowry, I was disappointed at first that I didn't do his points and assists. I really debated on that, um, but he came back. He did he got the assists, no problem. And then we had LeBron James and he, we needed 29 points from him. And he had 27 through three quarters. And I was like, there's no way he's not hitting this. And he only had three in the fourth quarter, but we still hit nice two for two to, today. That's why I celebrated with your one for one, three for three with a nice top button honoring see it today. <laughs> Well, I absolutely adore that. Thank you, Jason Spector, for honoring me there. EC, how you doing today? I noticed you have some golf plays and some baseball plays, which is really exciting because I think sometimes on the early edge and the early edge in five, we kind of forget that the early wedge is out there and that we have golf picks literally every single week. I cannot stress that enough how well we've been doing on the early wedge. Anybody that's listened to it knows exactly what I'm talking about. EC, you got to be excited for golf and everything else that's in front of us. Well, specifically how you're doing, Sia. Now, Patrick's doing well, and I did okay. I hit a Jordan Speed top 10 uh, prop last week, but you're the one that's killing it, especially with those first-round leaders as well. So I'm glad that a few of my golf picks kind of resemble a few of yours. But let me say this about the NBA. I was texting Spectre at the end of that game last night. It was so disgusting watching the Lakers and T-Wolves in the fourth quarter. There will be no NBA picks for me until next week. That was horrible. <laughs> horrible. I mean, that was awful basketball you can't tell me that there's college basketball that's any worse than what we saw at the end of that laker game last night well uh the over has is is gonna hit in that from from jeff the over is gonna hit but the other day let me say this before we get going into this i had the first for the first time ever grace you'll like this i had the day night double header 
You had I had the oh. morning one and then a nighttime one. Now fire here. Oh man. Now, the success rate on both. You know, that's debatable, but it was the first time I've ever done the day night doubleheader. <laughs> well, EC, the, the, what a way to start. <laughs> yeah, right. The, the, the disgust that you have, I mean, you compared it to college basketball, and the college basketball is probably better than what we saw in the fourth quarter, maybe that entire game. I do recall an Arizona Wildcats team that may have looked worse than both of those teams in the first round of the NCAA tournament. But listen, that's just the first thing that came to mind. Now, wait a second. U of A had what, like four points in the last nine minutes? Didn't the Teen Wolves do the same thing last night if it wasn't for Conley's free throws? They couldn't score. I mean, they had the game locked up, right? The game was over, and oh. then Minnesota just choked. Man, so I, a very yeah, right, Specter. My my yes, honor. Yeah, that that's my alma mater too. That's where I went for my master's degree. I can't believe I honored you with the top button today after that <laughs> that shot. Oh, well, I, I mean, it was it's a legit shot. I'll give it. Uh, it's fair. <laughs> it's a legit shot. But the T wolves were equally as bad last night. Yeah, it was it was tough to watch. My criticism is coming from a Georgetown Hoyas fan. So it probably, I am probably in the glassiest of glass houses there. All right, EC, I'm going to go right back to you. Let's get right to the picks. You got a lot in front of us. Give it to us. Yeah, let's start in golf there, uh, Counselor. I'm going to go with, with a couple of top 10 plays. Colin Morikawa at plus 200 and Cameron Young at plus 260. Last week on the early wedge, I said it was criminal that Jordan Spieth was a top 10 play at plus 175. And I happen to be correct. So here's why I think these two plays are close to that Spieth play. Shot ga shots gained in approach is uh, crucial at Harbortown, which is the RBC Heritage. Over his last 36 rounds, Colin Morikawa is fifth in shots gained uh, approach. So we're going to roll with that. He also has a seventh place finish in three appearances here. Cameron Young finished third here last year. He has three top tens in his last four starts, and you're getting plus 260. That's quick rationale, but I, I'm telling you, you bet at least you bet both of these with one unit each. If you hit one, you still double your money. So that's why I'm rolling with both of these. If you hit both, you're getting more than four and a half times your money. So I feel very confident. And I know, Sia, you have both these guys uh, on the early wedge as well, if I'm correct. You are correct. And for the record, I have them both as top 20 plays and as outright plays. So um, you can watch the early wedge. I will say that I do codify this in a sports line article, or at least most of the picks from the early wedge, top 20s, top 40s outrights first round leaders so you can go to Sportsline if you are a member of Sportsline, which is again like the most unbelievable value there not just for my article or anything that we talk about there's so much stuff that we don't even talk about that is on Sportsline. but with that said you can look at my picks uh, on the um with the Sportsline article or you can obviously watch the early wedge i'd like you to do both because it's not necessarily going to be a mirror copy of each other but eric you've got a few more picks outside of golf let's hear them yeah, let's go to baseball. Let's talk about this A's-Orioles game. So the Orioles are 2-0 against the A's. The A's are throwing lefties every day, but they're rolling out with this guy named Ken Waldachuk, who has stunk. I mean, he's been the worst pitcher in the league uh, over his first two starts. Righties are hitting 16 of 39 against him, and he's already given up seven home runs on the year, six of them to righties. His ERA is a whopping 14.54. I mean, he's, he's stunk. So his over-under is two and a half earned runs allowed. I mean, am I missing something here? I know it's minus 145, and that's a lot of juice, but I would have played this at three and a half, maybe even four and a half earned runs allowed. So I really like this. Uh, I think the Orioles tee off on Waldachuk. Last year, he gave up three or more earned runs in four of seven starts. He was a lot better last year than he was this year. I think the Orioles get to him. And with that said, let's look at a guy on the Orioles who had two homers and nine RBIs on Tuesday. He also hit a home run on Monday, and that's Ryan Mountcastle, 
His over one and a half total bases is plus 105. Now he's hit this prop in seven of his 11 games and against Waldachuk for reasons I just stated. Yeah, I think this one at plus money, it's great value. So let's roll with the Waldachuk earned runs over and Mountcastle total bases over and let's hit both of those. And then let's head over to uh, Eduardo Rodriguez in Detroit against Toronto. Matt Chapman, who's been absolutely on fire. We played him before. Over one and a half total bases, also at plus 105. He's four for 11 lifetime against Rodriguez with three doubles and three RBIs. He has a nine-game hit streak, and he's homered in his last three games, and all of them have been multi-hit games. All we need is two singles to hit this prop. I'm feeling really good about all these plays today on Early Edge. All right. Well, I can't wait to see all the check marks next to the recap screen tomorrow morning on the Early Edge. All right. Jason Spector, Nick Jonas, Specty, the data, the data analyst. Um, you got to play here, and it's involving one of the NBA games. And I love this guy that you have. I just love him in general. I didn't study this particular game with the props, but you certainly did. So tell us about what you like in this Bulls game. Yeah, we're gonna go Nikola Vucevic over 28 and a half points and rebounds at minus 106. They, he's played three games against Toronto this season where he averaged 18.7 points and 10 rebounds in 33 minutes. Now he had 28, 28, and 30. So he's hovering right around that. But again, I said in 33 minutes. Based off of yesterday's game, the Stars are playing more minutes already. They're playing in between 35 and 41 minutes a game without overtime. That extra opportunity is what's going to push him over. The Raptors have been very effective against DeRozan. They held him to 29 and 13 points. I considered his under, but play-in mentality is always different. Playoffs, play-in. They're both different mentality for Stars in the regular season. But with the Raptors winning two out of those three games, I figure they have no reason to change their strategy against DeRozan, which means either Vucevic or Levine has to step up, and I'm rocking with Vuce tonight. I do have a second play that's not really official play, but something that's either going to be really good or really bad, and that's Jonas Valanciunas over 11.5 rebounds. The thing is, is he's averaged 13 rebounds in the last 10 games. OKC allows 16.1 rebounds to opposing centers. That's the fourth worst in the league the thing is they like to run the ball though they like to go really fast if it slows down because it is the playoffs if okc will slow down then valanchunas will have a lot of rebounds if not he's not going to have very many he did have seven in the last one so could go either way okay so we have a play on vucevic and then we have a lean i absolutely love that grace i have failed you and i'm hoping you accept my apology i waited it's been almost seven minutes. I mean, granted, we, we, we had our salutations in the beginning, but I waited so long to have you give your picks. But really, I was just saving the best for last. And I think that's obvious to everyone, but I'm not 100% sure it's obvious to you. Do you accept my apology? Yes, you have redeemed yourself. Although I do have a follow-up question. Why is Specty Nick Jonas? Is it, is it the hair? Yeah, you know, the first time I saw him on the early edge, however many months ago that was, I'm not joking. I literally, and sometimes it's different. Like sometimes the facial hair is different and whatnot and the lighting can be different, but I'm not joking. The first time I said, oh my gosh, I cannot believe Nick, jo the early edge is such a big brand. Sportsline is recruiting these stars for guest appearances. This is amazing. And I thought it was that so weird amazing. that he went by a different name, but perhaps in the sports betting world, he wanted to be known for something different than just a, a musical artist. So that's literally, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh, oh. Uh oh. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. Can you guys all hear me? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm sitting here in this very drab office, as you can see, as I'm getting ready to once again light up CBS Sports HQ. And I couldn't help but notice that Specky stole one of my picks and I'm going to have on HQ tonight. But more <laughs> than that, the fact that EC counselor is literally ripping off your picks right before our very eyes from the early wedge <laughs> is embarrassing i was scrambling i was like give me that link give me that link and i have to take the time i've got a conference call right now ec that i need to be on well you coach i ripped come on and do this i ripped off yours last week so i figured it was time for Cs this week <laughs> oh my goodness it's like my head's pounding against this ugly wall behind me do not ec make me do this again am i clear Coach, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to pick winners. I need all it's the help I can get. Yes, no question. <laughs> Wait, Coach, uh, do you remember? Do you remember what we established the first day I joined the show? There was a lot of things that were positive about you joining the show. Which particular Thank thing you. are you talking of? Relevant to this situation, though, I believe what we figured out was EC may steal your picks, but he won't steal your girl. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note i'm out of here carry on see you, coach. ec all i can say to that is great minds think alike that's and, what and i'm saying that's I, what i'm I, saying I will counselor say this. Yeah. I, ec i know the guys that are typically in your wheelhouse and and, mm -hmm. and so i you actually taking two of the guys that i like and that's not all the guys i like I, I have so many in the top 40 and top 20 market more than i normally do to be perfectly blunt about it but uh, yeah, I know, listen, coach is going to get on you, but I love those picks because they're mine, but because they're yours as well. Thank All you. right, Grace, we got to get back to you because you've got a couple picks. I want to hear them. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to start with the NBA and I love everything Specty was saying about his Vooch pick because I kind of am going along the same theory, but I'm going to the Bulls Raptors game with Jakob Pertl over 22 and a half, but PRA in playoff games, like Specky said, we see more condensed uh, usage, and head coach Nick Nurse especially is known for giving his players heavy minutes in playoff games. Uh, Pirtle has been a huge upgrade to the Raptors roster since being traded to them from the Spurs. So, of course, they want to get him more minutes tonight, and I could see at least 30 in this one. So, of course, I went back to his game log of where he's played at least 30 or more minutes and 10 times he has done so with Toronto and those games he has averaged 31.7 PRA and just for consistency's sake I looked at his 30 plus minute games with the Spurs as well there were nine of those he averaged 31.9 PRA in those uh, so this is just a shockingly low number and we're getting it at a gift here so over 22 and a half um, and then I've been playing MLB since opening day, but I haven't given out a pick yet on Sportsline. So this is my first one here. Really excited about it. But I have Spencer Strider under nine and a half strikeouts for the Braves against Cincinnati. His last two lines out were six and a half and seven and a half. He ended up paying nine in each of those games, but it came against the Nationals, who are one of the worst lineups in the league, and the San Diego Padres, who have one of the highest strikeout rates in the league. So this line moving up to nine and a half is just a huge over adjustment by the market. Um, the Cincy lineup is playing really well this season. Their K rate is basically league average, the same as it was for them last year, but their hitting statistic, every single one is up most notably 
on-base plus slugging is up to 764, which is 13th in the majors. Last night, I projected Strider at exactly eight strikeouts. And then when the lineup came out this morning, I adjusted it to these specific batters. I still have an under at 8.3. Also on our side, one more little tip here, the home plate umpire, Marvin Hudson. Uh, his strikeout percentage is 20.5, which is below the league average for umps at 22.8. So we might also have some favorable calls going our way there. Um, so Strider under nine and a half Ks. So, counselor, I just have to say, I was giving out spring training stats the other day and, you know, coach inspector got on me. That uh, home plate umpire stat is like, that's gold. Like I need to start research. That is amazing. And I'm totally stealing that for future shows because I love that. Well, that was, Grace, that was icing on the cake relative to all the other stats you gave before the umpire stat. I was literally scribbling notes as you were doing that. And then the camera came Aww. back to me and I was, <laughs> I was absolutely startled. That was absolutely excellent. First of all, when I see this pick, without seeing any of or hearing any of your research, Grace, nine and a half strikeouts is a gigantic number. I know how good mm -hmm. Strider is, but wow. Yeah, I think anytime you're asking a pitcher for 10 strikeouts, especially this early in the season, it's kind of an auto fade. But for me, it was just a massive uh, like over adjustment and then everything else made sense. The umpire thing I think is just as important as weather too. So it's those types of things you kind of have to keep an eye on when you're doing your research. It's a great call, honestly. I, I had never really thought about it, but you're right. Uh, for that one, it's on it's on DK, not FanDuel for the Waldachuk play. Okay, Waldachuk play on DraftKings, not FanDuel. Correct. All right, everybody. Uh, Grace, thumbs up or thumbs down on me? How did I do? You're awesome. Yeah, come back again. <laughs> awesome. Okay, I will be back, but let's bring up the recap screen so we can go over every single pick we've got here. We've got a bunch from EC. Ken Waldachuk over two and a half earned runs allowed at minus 145. Ryan Mountcastle over one and a half total bases at plus 105. If you watch the morning show, you know we actually talked about Ryan Mount Mountcastle quite a bit in a supportive way in terms of what this bet is. Matt Chapman over one and a half total bases at plus 105. RBC Heritage, two top tens. Colin Morikawa at plus 200 and Cameron Young at plus 260. Jason Spector, the speculator. Nikola Vucevic over 28 and a half points and rebounds at minus 106. And then finally, we had to wait for it, but two amazing picks from Grace Remington. Jacob Poldle, over 22.5 points, rebounds, and assists at minus 125. Spencer Strider, under 9.5 strikeouts, minus 122. What are you all doing to me with these names? I am, I am going on overload trying to pronounce these correctly. I'm, I'm surprised there's not an Antetokounmpo uh, prop out there that you wanted to throw at me, or maybe a Tua Tunga Vailoa prop that, uh, that is uh, five months away, but... Very oh, that's PRA for Vucevic. Is that right? No, no. Somebody's asked about the PRA. I believe that line's at 30 and a half. Um, I don't it it's kind of like the same. He he just gets like one or two assists a game. He could have zero, he could have three. It's just one of those things that it's something else that has to happen. Um, I I don't hate it at 30 and a half, but I took the assists out because he has such variance in small numbers. Um, I don't, I don't want to have that in my bet, but if you have to, I don't mind it at 30 and a half. I'd honestly probably try to get it at 29 and a half because he's going to have zero to three. Yeah. And that, that's one of those, if you have both available to you, um, just take what 
spec he gave out as opposed to the one that you you might think you'll like better because there's a reason it's not like we didn't go over that potential option as well there might be some books that just don't have points and rebounds and they might just have points rebounds and assists for some reason in which case you you, you have to ask the question ultimately uh yep. love the top button everybody and and, and grace i know you're you're basically this up past basically up exactly so the respect is amazing um i think that's all the damage we can do and you know what time it is right You've got your marching orders. Let's take all these tickets straight. It's over here. Tornado warning to the pay window. I'm the counselor of cash on behalf of Grace, on behalf of EC, on behalf of Specty, and of course, AB on the ones and twos and threes and fours. This has been the Early Edge in Five. I'm the counselor of cash. We rest our kids.